Welcome to a new episode of It's Not That Bad Podcast. I'm Fern here with Dom. Hey there. Did you see... <laughs> Jeez. I know we're, this is kind of putting a cart before the horse, but like... Did you see that photo of uh, Jared Leto? Not Jared Leto. Jared um, Leto. No, sorry. Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, he looked like um, he looked like this guy my dad used to play in a band with. Really? A few years ago. <laughs> Oh man, I I just was like, it looks it look, old. It, yeah, it looks like I don't know. He's like playing some part in some like indie movie. Well, the, from what I got is they're saying that that is Martin Scorsese. That this is the same film. Yeah, weird. That's why I was like, I thought there were different ones. Strange. Because I could have sworn he Martin Scorsese wanted to go for a specific style of film. That's right? what I thought. Too. And when they when you when they hired him on, they never brought it up. But then they said, like, oh, you know, uh, I think it was my sister. One of the things she was watching, like, oh, you know, well, you know, Martin Scorsese kind of goes for certain looks and whatever. And so we don't really know what we're getting. We know that we're getting like an origin story. I don't know. You just look kind of frumpy, I guess. Like it's like her, but like in the future of her where he's like even more sad and depressed oh he never got over it no I'm, I don't know it doesn't I'll say this it didn't that shock it didn't shock me as much as Jared Leto's Joker because you didn't expect that type of Joker yeah in, in a in that movie you know what I mean like no yeah I know I, and it's it is hard to say because like I said Heath Ledger's Joker is forever going to be the Joker. Mm. He was the best. He was the only reason why anyone ever said that they loved that trilogy. Because the first movie is straight doo-doo. Kind of. Eh. Like most it's got, of it. It's got some good parts from here and there. He's the only reason worth watching in the second one. Yeah. And um, it's interesting to see. Yeah, uh, what they did Bane after. And stuff like that. Yeah. So I think everyone's always gonna go back to that, right? Yeah. And with this, you don't really get anything. You just get like he kind of looks funny. People, did you see people were comparing it to? Remember that commercial where the berries and cream? That's what I was gonna say. Oh <laughs> uh, like, God! Did you say Batman? <laughs> Batman and Robin. Batman. And Robin. <laughs> no, it looks it looks weird, but I think. I think nowadays it's easier to write off certain things without seeing them. Yeah. But also, I feel there's a lot of things that prove people wrong. Do you think people, like... So, I, I, I wait, so I think that's why they release set photos now early okay, on. To, ga- to gauge. Yeah, just to see, like, what the first... I think it's more of to just clear that air. Yeah, because if you're gonna hate it, you're gonna hate it. If if you feel weird about it, you're gonna feel weird about it. Once it all comes out, then you'll be like, "Well, I've been looking at this face for you know a year already." You know? Yeah. I think that's what they do. I think when you hear these leaked set photos, well, because I already, I mean, I already know that they do release their own set photos. Oh yeah. And then they have leaked 
Sat photos. Like, remember with, uh, what was it, the Wolverine? No, Wolverine. No, oh, <laughs> X-Men Origins Wolverine. Didn't they have, like, a, oh, somebody leaked our, like, unfinished footage, remember? Like, years ago? Oh, yeah. And, but it was like, oh, it was obviously you guys. You guys leaked it. No, I just, I think, I think they do that now because of, because they want to get people used to that image, mm-hmm. that look. Because... I mean, we talk about it all the time, but Heath Ledger, everyone thought he him oh, doing yeah. it was weird. And then even with Ben Affleck, when they're like, oh, he's Batman. But a lot of people gave up when they're like, he does look pretty, he looks pretty yeah. good, though. Uh, what's her name as um, Captain Marvel? Everyone's like, she's Captain Marvel. And then they release like her set footage or like mm. her whole thing. And they're like, she doesn't look that bad. Like, yeah, obviously didn't look how they wanted it but they're like what's an origin story it's gonna change yeah and then what i like too is like they finally release the trailer and you get to see more and you're like oh yeah so and and so then people kind of go along with it they're like okay so even if sometimes even if they hate it i think them staring at it for the year gets them used to it so i think that's kind of what they're doing where they're they're trying to show us like hey look at this is what we got, and then that way you could be like, "This is dumb. He's stupid. <laughs> he looks like berries and cream guy yeah. type of deal." It's gonna be interesting to see if they show anything else from his do think, character. Do you think they're gonna show like a Batman? Because I know Thomas Wayne is in it, right? I don't think so. They're not gonna show Bat. Like it's <sighs> what it seems like they're doing is either doing a completely separate story. Uh-huh. Like they said they were, right? Uh-huh. Where they were just going to... Where you could do like a Red Sun. Where yeah. it's just completely yeah. different. I feel like they're going to do something like that. Or maybe they could either do that or set up some weird um, Gotham type of storyline where it's... But the thing is, like... He, like, he knows who... Bruce Wayne knows who the Joker is, right? Yeah. But I mean, Bruce Wayne knows who the Joker is, but he doesn't know like he's gonna be the Joker because Bruce Wayne's gonna be like thirteen or something. Why? I don't know. Because isn't the whole thing that Batman knocked him into the vat of chemicals, and then that's how he became the Joker? I don't know. I thought I saw one story where they try to do a robbery, and then he just fell into it. I think that's another one. God, I think he was like the Jesus that was Christ. remember the Red Hood. Yeah, but he was the, the Red Hood as but, the not as not the Red Hood, but he, but he was a Red he Hood. was a Red Hood. And but in that one too, he, they they show that Batman was the one who. But there <laughs> might be another one too. I don't know. I you know what I, whatever. This is the fucking news. Let's talk about Henry Cavill's exit. And how he's not going to be in Shazam. He's not going to have a cameo. You think he's going to be Michael B. Jordan? It's going to be Michael B. Jordan instead. But because, but only because it's to please those bleeding heart liberals who are like SJWs and libtards. Because they keep pushing down our throat that we have to have diversity in film. Because why can't it all just be um, the same four people playing the same roles, right? So, is he on contract for any other Superman roles? I don't think so. I think that's what the whole thing was. The whole dispute was, like, that 
he, I think he wanted, I don't know, I because they, they keep presenting, like, conflicting things where he keeps saying, like, no, there's, like, no drama or anything, and then, like, Warner Brothers keeps saying, oh, well, it has to do with him and, like, well, him wanting more money or this and that, and, like, then he's like, well, no, it's just because Warner Brothers wouldn't, like, do this or didn't do that, and, like, I think he just is tired of them, like, having like these horrible rated movies and he's starring in them and like he's like well i can go somewhere else and do way better look at i was a mission impossible fallout and it did way better i can be in better films yeah i think that's the same thing with ben affleck where Mm -hmm. he's like i don't need this no i just wanted it yeah but now i realize it sucks yeah (laughs) and you Uh, saw that realization remember (laughs) with sad fleck where he's sitting there and he's just like "Uh uh-oh it kind of sucks, though, because, like, Shazam actually looks pretty good. Yeah. I guess, if anything, this is a good... This would be a good way to just not do the DCU and just... Just focus on standalone films? Yeah. Um, you know, depending on how well Wonder Woman does, they can stay still do Wonder Woman without mm-hmm. Superman or anything. Should have left him dead. <laughs> I bet they wish that. Yeah. <laughs> Streaming services won big at the Emmys because, like, as I said, I could not get around, like, talking about the Emmys or, like, finding something on the Emmys. But the only thing I will say about that, because I kind of don't care, is um, that Bill Hader won for Barry and Daddy Newton won for Westworld. And I don't really care about everyone else. Did Teddy Perkins win? Nobody was there, but it wasn't Donald Glover, which is weird because then it's like, is he a real person? He's real. Oh man, it's like a, a tulpa. We our collective seeing this strange being has like brought it to life, and now it's here. What's the What's the biggest thing you could win at the Emmys? Yeah, is it just uh, like the single like? best actor oh do you mean for like acting or do you mean for just in general because i know they have like best comedic blah 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 best drama blah 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 best well they have so they have best comedy they have best drama best limited series um and then it's like best actress comedy best actor comedy whatever so what so best comedy was The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Best drama, <sighs> Game of Thrones, of course. Because I don't understand why that show Did came it last year? I don't know. I never know when they air. I don't care. <laughs> or is this the year it's off? I think this year it was off, right? See, it, so it like, ended early last year? I don't know. And then Best Limited Series was The Assassination of... Um, Gianni Versace, American Crime Story. Best Actress in a Comedy was Rachel Brosnahan. From Marvelous Miss Maisel, of course. Because apparently everyone loves that show. I didn't even know it was a show until like this year. And then Bill Hader for Barry. And then Best Actress in a Drama was Claire Foy in The Crown. Oh, Matthew Reese won for um, The Americans. That's still going? No, it ended last year. Oh. So then I guess it's for last year? 
I don't know. See, I don't understand how they do it. I don't get it either. And then Best Supporting Actress in a drama was Thaddy Newton. The Best Supporting Actor drama was Peter Dinklage. So Best Supporting Actress comedy was Alex Bornstein for The Marvelous Miss Maisel. I guess I gotta start watching that show because apparently it's good. <laughs> Best Supporting Actor comedy was Henry Winkler and Barry. That's the first time he's ever won in 40-something years. He's like, I don't understand why I didn't win for Happy Days. What ha- it happened like I thought it was going to happen. Um, Atlanta didn't win anything, mm-hmm. even though this season was really good. Um, why would we give Atlanta praise oh, when Game of Thrones is on? Well, no, because I said last year when he won, I said, oh, now they're not going to give it to him next year because he already, he won. already won. Yeah, And then this season was way better than the first season. The first season was funny, mm-hmm. and it was oh, funny to Atlanta. Then this season was like, damn. <laughs> and then it didn't win. So, yeah. It's Hashtag weird, like. So white. It's It's literally like. The whitest things, like the whitest things you can think of, one, except for RuPaul's Drag Race, because it's like Saturday Night Live, right? Um, Marvelous Ms. Maisel won like a ton of stuff. Then like The Crown, of course, right? Obviously. Um, the assassination of Gianna Versace, Black Mirror won for a television movie. WWE Raw win anything? No. What guest actress in comedy Tiffany Haddish won for Saturday Night Live? Oh, Cat Williams won for Atlanta as a guest actor. I I didn't know uh, Tiffany won for SNL. Makes sense because it was it was pretty funny. She's good at she's a good host on that one. I think that one really really like that was the first time I think people really like paid attention. I guess this was like the lowest performing Emmys ever. Well, like it's because they ratings. give them all the shitty shows. Yeah. Well, and then um, they had Colin Jost and Michael Che as the host. What do you think about that? I know I didn't I didn't watch them, but like they're they're good, right? Mm-hmm. I like them. They're they're my favorite duo. Every once in a while, you get like you got um you got Amy Poehler and Tina Fey, <laughs> and they were good. Yeah, and then uh, uh, who was it again? Seth Meyers replaced yeah. Tina Fey. But this, I think, is my favorite because they're younger. Mm-hmm. The joke is they're so different. Yeah, but they're friends. Uh-huh. And, they, and and the funniest part is usually it's like. Oh, I riff on this. I riff on this. But then they riff on each other. Like, <laughs> he'll be like, Joseph will tell a story, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And they'll go to Michael Che, and he's like, damn, I can't believe your mom did that. And then he'll go on to his story, and it's just like, why would you say that? <laughs> like, they're legit funny together. Like, have you ever seen any of the stuff they did when the election happened? Um, so, I don't know. That's I mm-hmm. like them. I didn't see anything they did, but... I mean, they are fun. I know they're funny. So, and then I, Netflix won like a bunch of like awards too, but to stay stay on Netflix. So Netflix decided to kill um, fans' hopes for Defender season two. 
they're not going to do it. And also, they're going to do another. They're going to do a live action, their own live action version of Avatar: The Last Airbender. And so hopefully they don't M Night Shyamalan it. He's the executive producer. Oh. Dang. Um. Well, yeah, I'm. What pretty did they sh- win big for? Um. So I'm trying to think, like, what? I mean, what? Maybe Orange is no Orange is New Black came out this year, or last year. No, it's every year, right? Well, because they want them and HBO won twenty three Emmys apiece. Oh, because of like Black Mirror and all that, because it was it won like a bunch of awards. That's good. Black Mirror came out last year. Mm-hmm. So um, then I guess it is for last year then. It's so I don't know why you would do it this late in the year for last year. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but I feel like for some reason I feel like. The last season of Black Mirror came out like two years ago. Maybe it's because it's so late in this year. Maybe. I don't know. So I guess that's probably, that's. I think that's what it, it won, like a bunch of stuff for that. And it was probably like a bunch of uh, like technical stuff. I wonder what they're going to do with like Avatar Last Airbender. Because they did say like they're going to kind of reimagine it again. So I wonder if it's just going to be like a a multi-part like, oh, here's it's like a mini series type of thing. I would assume so, right? But like they're probably going to change things, huh? Yeah, like they're all white instead yeah. of well, I don't know. I mean, if anything, I think I I think I trust Netflix more so than uh, M Night to do a last airbender movie. What? Really? Or like a show <laughs> or, or, or anything. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't go to it's it's all live action. Yeah. They they showed like a like their rendition of like Appa the Flying Bison. Like Okay, so then see if they're willing to keep stuff like that, then they're obviously willing to I guess go the distance of like because yeah, they could have just, they could have not had him and have, you know, some, if it was uh, like a true. complete reimagining, they could have just not had any of those type of that's true uh, animals, right? And it's just like, oh, he's the last airbender. Bum, bum, bum. And he's like some 16, quote unquote, 16 year old, but he's really played by like a 28 year old. Mm-hmm. They could have done. They could have done something like that, but he's like, "Oh, I'm such an angsty teen right now." Yeah. Why are you balding? <clears throat> because I am bald. Duh. <laughs> no, no, no. You still have hair. I can see where your <laughs> hairline's receding. So, um, uh, so yeah. So that I mean that makes sense. That's pretty cool because I feel like Netflix, especially after watching um, Lost in Space. Mm-hmm. By no means is that they're like I I wouldn't imagine that winning awards, but it was really good. I liked it. Like if you like if you like sci-fi series, mm-hmm. you'll like that. Okay. So if they could do something good with that, and then do something like The Last Airbender, which they know has a big audience. They know people love that show, and if they're if they're even if they change things here and there, which I think their changes might be more of like. The progression of the story, probably. Um, maybe instead of cutting it, they add more to it, or maybe just streamline things a bit here and there. Yeah, one or the other. 
I think that's maybe their type of reimagining. Um, I think they'd be fine. The Defenders thing makes sense because I don't think anyone really liked that. Well, to stay stay on that and to also kind of transition into the next thing that I the next piece of news, uh, Disney streaming service is going to have its own original Marvel content. So like Loki is getting his own series, I guess, like limited series. Scarlet Witch is going to get one. Um, so I guess do you think cool, them going to be played by the actors? Yeah, they're going to get them to to be in it. So it's like we're going to get more Elizabeth Olsen, which is what we want. But yeah, they're going to get all the... So do you think them not going through with the second season of The Defenders is them kind of being like, well, we're moving away from Netflix more, like more so than anything before. Like more, this is more solidifying, like we're not going to be doing more with them. We're going to be doing more on our own. Yeah, I think what they did is that if there was any doubt or if there was, if there was any hope that they would bring any of those characters into the regular Marvel connected verse. This, this is the, the ax. Yeah. Because you could still do something where, I mean, this is talking about, you know, if they wanted to, you could still do something where you could have the Punisher and like a Spider-Man movie, right? Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be a main character or anything. Like you could be like a, the C like the C part of the movie yeah. would be like the Punisher stuff. You could do something like that and it would make sense. It it would I think the way what's his name plays him, I think it'd make sense. You could do you could add some of these people here and there, you know, maybe well obviously um ABC's ending their what is it again? Agents of Shield and stuff like that. Yeah. And I thought they were supposed to have another show on there, but I'm assuming they're not. So, it does seem like they're more of like, well, we can do it now. Mm-hmm. But I, I think they might, I think instead of trying to cancel, well, they could because it is Disney. I think instead of just canceling these shows, they'll be like, yeah, you can kind of do whatever you want. You just can't touch on this. You can't touch on that. You can't move this here and you can't change this like this, right? Yeah. <clears throat> So they'll be like, yeah, do another Daredevil. Daredevil comes out. And then I th- I think it's more of like Netflix deciding, like, do we want to continue? You know? I could see them getting to Daredevil season three, and then that that's a Well, they are going to get No, I know, I know. But I'm saying, like, get to the third season, and then that's, that's it. Like, so you got three seasons. Well, I guess it depends on how well these characters keep doing. The Defender seeing, I don't think it's that big of a deal because the first one didn't seem that big of a deal to me in the first place. Really? And I think by not including these doesn't mean you still can't have these team-ups. Like, you know, yeah, it's not like you couldn't have uh, Luke Cage come into, you know, something Daredevil's doing. I think they could still do that. They just don't have to be the quote-unquote Defenders. But also, I mean, it did happen already, so just cutting it would be like, so everyone's just going to forget that we did that. Mm-hmm. We're just not going to do that no more. I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting move. It is interesting because they're not just making their original content, but they're willing to go out for the characters, all yeah. out for the characters. Yeah. So that kind of says something about Marvel at least saying, like, hey, look, at, 
we're about it. Okay, we're not. Now that we have it, we're gonna be all about it, and they're probably gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think it's. I think it'd be pretty cool. It'd be interesting to see, kind of what they come up with now, and if they are doing that, then some of these, uh, some of these speculations of like bringing certain characters, or I don't know, a group of characters to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, could make more sense if they're able, if they're willing to say, "Hey, these TV shows fall in line with our movies," mm-hmm. then you could just do a TV show. Alongside of the movies, and then when the characters are in the movies, like, see, they've been here the whole time. Yeah, it's like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's funny. So yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it. I think it's a good move. I think it's for the best. Just gonna. I guess you're just gonna have to see what. I'm. I mean, this is. This is one of those things where people are like, "Oh, you're well, you're just you're favoring Marvel," but it's like, "Yeah, but they already showed me that they can do really well." Yeah, I love like I love Daredevil. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with Daredevil and, and Netflix, but <clears throat> Marvel has proven to me time and time again that they can give me high quality H two O. You must be Mr. Benjamin. Hi. Can you tell me about some of your previous clients? Trevor would be my first client. My child has a unique sense of humor. You know anything? Could you call the Make-A-Wish Foundation and tell them I want a blowjob from Katy Perry? He wakes at the same time every day. He watches TV at the same time every day. He eats at the same time every day. Two waffles, one sausage. Did you arrange these to look like large testicles and a small penis? Yep. Did you bring the divorce papers? I'm not ready, Janet. It's been two and a half years. What's the magic number where you wake up and you're finally ready? What's the thing you want to do most if you were totally fine? This is a map of your country's lamest roadside attractions. The world's deepest pit. World's biggest bovine. What makes you think I would let you take my son on a road trip? I won't let anything happen to your son. Get ready to Slim Jim? Bye to the James, is that what they say in your country? Check it out, man. The world's biggest bovine. You good? Yeah, you do. Should we give her a ride? Hi there. My name's Ben. Are you a pervert? I'm not a pervert. That's exactly what a pervert would say. I'm Dot. Trevor. Two perverts got room for one more. see my father. He left when I was three. Hi. We need Bob. Tell him it's Trevor. And if that doesn't jog his memory, say he's in a wheelchair. And if that doesn't jog his memory, say he's your son. And if that doesn't jog his memory, say you're an enormous dick. I can't have you getting too close to Trevor. I can't have you making promises you can't keep. Are you asking me on a date? Yes, I am. You're not my father, okay? I'm trying to help you. No, you're not. This is not about me. It's about you. I'm gonna call the Make-A-Wish Foundation, and I'll get Katy Perry to meet us at a motel. What song do you want her to sing while she's doing you? Fireworks. (laughs) (laughs) 
The Fundamentals of Caring is a 2016 comedy drama, Netflix original, written and directed by Rob Burnett. The film follows Ben, played by Paul Rudd. The film follows Ben, played by Paul Rudd, a divorced, retired writer who starts a new career of caregiving. His first job comes in the form of Trevor, played by Craig Roberts, an 18-year-old who lives with muscular dystrophy. At first, Trevor is very dismissive of Ben and his intentions, and Ben himself isn't sure if what he's doing is right. But it's not long until Trevor warms up to Ben and they become more playful, friend-like, rather than just a caretaker and his patient even suggesting they should go on a road trip, seeing all the roadside attractions Trevor loves so much. But Trevor's mom worries that Ben is getting too close to Trevor, seeing as Ben won't be there forever. After a heated exchange between them all, they all agree, and the two of them head on the road trip. Already on the road, Trevor tells Ben he wants to see his dad, and Ben agrees. But while at a diner, they see a young woman trying to hitchhike, and it's obvious that Trevor is smitten. So Ben tells Trevor to go and talk to her but he bails, so Ben does instead. After agreeing to sit with them, Dot joins them on their way to Denver, where she's going to start a new life. Now a threesome, they continue on their way to Ben's dad. But before they get close, they see a pregnant woman on the side of the road and stop to help. Peaches says she's on her way to Nebraska to be with her mom, because her boyfriend has rushed to do another military tour. So the group decides to take her all the way there. Later that night, Trevor asks Dot on a date, and both have a great night. The next morning, they make it to Trevor's dad's. Once they get there, his dad tells them that he never wrote Trevor, stating it must have been his mom the whole time. Upset, Trevor demands to head home, but Dot talks them into heading to the world's deepest hole. Once there, Ben sees the car that he thinks had been following them and confronts it. It turns out to be Dot's father, who just wants to make sure she's okay. But even before they can finish the conversation, Peaches goes into labor at the bottom of the pit. As Ben gets there, he's flooded with thoughts of his deceased son, but he gets through it and the baby is born. Dot goes to talk to her father and leaves with him but not before Trevor and Dot have their first kiss. Ben, now writing again, writes about the relationship he and Trevor had, turning their friendship into a novel. Fundamentals of Caring is the movie that we watched this week or reviewed this week or what have you. Um, it sucked. It's pretty good. For a Netflix movie, I guess this was still around, like, what, it came out last year? Two years ago? Two years ago. I think this was still in that era where when you thought of Netflix movie, quote-unquote Netflix movie, you're like, oh, it's going to be watchable. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> because me and Junior, we did that thing, I think we said before, where we just they'll show like the actor in it, and it's like, yeah. oh, cool, yeah, awesome. And you just watch it because it's like, oh, Paul Rudd's in it. Yeah. Just like with Mute. So... I think that's what we did because I don't think we were like, oh, let's watch something very heartfelt and warming. Yeah. Like, hey, Paul Rudd's in here. I think it's funny. Let's watch it. Mm-hmm. And it was. He's very funny. Yeah. He's very Paul Rudd. This might be my favorite Netflix original movie. Oh, really? I felt like this could have been released in theaters, no problem. Oh, yeah. It could have been. It wouldn't have been... A high-grossing movie, but I think it would have been like in that same crowd of like, was it? Um, I love you, Simon. Oh, where yeah, you yeah, yeah. Ha- where you're still getting a lot of people to watch it, but it's not huge. But you know, it's got its own like following. But yeah, because Paul Rudd does well, obviously, mm. and Selena Gomez has her own little group, and it's funny. 
but it's still like kind of heartwarming and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I could have easily saw this movie being that like that, where it was a even maybe for a limited release. Yeah, but still, I thought everyone in it did really well. I'm glad it didn't end with like the kid dying. I know, me too. Because at, at, at first when he starts writing out the thing, and you're like, oh, he died. Oh, yeah, wow, cool. <laughs> so I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Um, the one thing that this really does is it kind of normalizes just being disabled. Yeah. And living with it. Yeah. Because they don't make it into like a. Because I could, I could obviously, like, you could tell, like, some movies, they try and make it be like, oh, he's trying to overcome, like, oh, like, he's a doctor of physics, and he's got this huge, great mind, but he's stuck in this chair, and he can't do anything, yeah. and, like, now he's got to live with it. But it's like, no, it's like practical things where it's like, oh, yeah. they, they, they have the cow, that stuffed cow upstairs, and it's like, oh, you didn't think to put in, like, a... Anything for people in wheelchairs? Oh, well, you can have something for free. It's like, but that's not the point. Like, the point is you, you're you not complying with, like, federal regulations. Yeah. Plus, the whole movie was just, he wanted to get his dick touched. Yeah. Which is very heartwarming because I can feel that. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm behind that kid 100%. <laughs> no, also... This is probably the first thing I saw Selena Gomez in where I'm like, she's really good. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I don't, I've never had, I've, and I still really don't have any feeling towards Selena Gomez. Yeah. Never had any yeah. negative or positive feelings towards her or whatever. But in this movie, like, I legit like her. Yeah. I, you know what? Because, like, I always feel like she looks like, no matter how old she's gotten, she looks like she's, like, 14 still. Oh, yeah, she has a baby face. Yeah, and so, like, I don't know. It's kind of the same thing where it's just kind of like, eh, I never really cared or anything. But, like, yeah, she actually did, like, a really good job in this film, and I was like, oh. It is a, like, solid cast. Like, I feel like everyone did super well. Mm. And it was a good movie. Like, it made you feel good, you know? Yeah. Um, Even when Paul Rudd was kind of being dickish. Mm Mm-hmm. I th- and I kind of thought the movie at one point was going to be like trying to get him together with that pregnant girl because I kind of felt like they were trying to hint like that she's making up the story of the guy. Yeah. But then like it doesn't go that way and you're like oh because in a normal movie I feel like that's what would have happened. Yeah. Like in any other regular dumb Hollywood movie it would have been like oh yeah he's not real he left me or something and, like they would have ended up together or something. Yeah. But like no I'm kind of glad that like it's like no. She had her own life. She had a baby and everything. Yeah. The story itself isn't super huge. It's just, you know, this kid, he has a new caretaker. And he's like, hey, weren't you in Clueless? Yeah. He's like, no, Halloween sex. And then, uh, yeah, and then it's just kind of basic, you know, they share a bond. And he's like, this kid has to get his dick sucked. Yeah. That's all he wants. Yeah. And I'm going to have it happen. Yeah, to the point where he's, like, soliciting sex from a girl who's hitchhiking. And he's like, I'm not a creep. (laughs) I'm not a creep. Yeah, no, no, no. I don't want it. He wants it. (laughs) I'm just going to be there to help him, you know, like, you know, prop it up and then have her in there in the room. I'll just be in the corner. I'm not a creep. 
<laughs> no, but I, I really like this movie. Uh, like I said, it's one of those movies where you could just put on. Like, if you're just like, oh, whatever. Because I think it gives you enough to where it's funny. It's, like, legit funny. Yeah. But <clears throat> it doesn't count on it being, like, like uh, I love you, man. You know? Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't have to be like that. He doesn't have to oh, be yeah, like a silly character. It's more of just the, the the things are funny. Everyone's funny in it. I one of the funniest parts I thought was when they they're at the mo, the motel right, and he's like, "All right, well, like I'm gonna get you ready for your date," and then he's like, "All right, I'm just gonna get you your medicine and you can go." And he's all, "Wait, uh, uh oh," and he's like looking. He's all, "What?" He's all, "Uh, I think I left your medicine and your CPAC machine at the other hotel or whatever." So what? And like yeah, freaking out and freaking out. And then like he's like, Oh my god, what am I gonna do? What am I gonna do? And he's all and he pulls it up, he's like, I gotcha. It's like, man, that's fucked up. But see, uh, like but it's, it's but it humanizes it, right? Yeah. Be- because whenever you see movies like this, they're always like, Oh, they suffer from blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, oh, it's it's you know, the debilitating yeah, this is what he has blah, to blah, blah. overcome. Yeah, but more of just like, no, he was dealt a shitty hand and it sucks, but doesn't mean that this kid can't live a normal life. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, he's like, um, I know what I've got. Uh, I know what I got to do every day. And uh, it's kind of like, well, I have a routine already, so. Yeah, no, uh, I don't know. It's just a nice heartfelt movie. Yeah, it's it's, it's 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 sweet without being um, coddled, you know. Yeah, you don't have to be like, oh, look at he's hurt. Oh, it's more of like, it kind of shows like, yeah, he just wants to be a regular person. And yeah, he's he's a regular guy like everyone else. He just wants to have sex with Selena Gomez. Yeah, and who can back that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Probably some heartless person. Who's like, oh, I don't want to see him have sex with Selena Gomez. Yeah, Pa Rudd's like, but I do because I care. Yeah, because this is the fundamentals of caring. Yeah, I don't know. I just, it's a really good movie. I just kind of, this, like, really wanted to bring it up because it's kind of one of those, it's one of those things where it just kind of falls to the wayside of like, oh, yeah, it's just a Netflix movie. Oh, it's one of those kind of whatever. But it's like, no, I think to me, this is. One of the best, if not the best, Netflix kind of original movie, mm, whatever, yeah. right? So for today's segment, we're just going to get into some blind items. Because this actually was really fun reading these. And I, I would love for you to like guess who it's about. <laughs> this A-list rapper is probably going to have to get into a fight every time she goes out. Anywhere her husband has been because he has slept with women and almost every one of the couple's haunts. I'm not sure why she goes after all the other women and not her husband's instead. Paul Rudd? It's Paul, oh my god, it's Paul Rudd. Cardi B. It's Cardi B. I could have sworn I read something where she knew that he slept with girls and he she was fine with it. Yeah, um, ordered an attack on two bartenders she believed slept with her husband. But it's like, why don't you get mad at him? I mean, I'm probably I'm pretty sure she does, but I mean no. But see, that's what, that's what I'm saying. I I thought okay <clears throat> because when she was pregnant, I heard that it it was more of like 
they weren't a couple couple they just wanted to have a baby together and at first i'm like that's stupid but then i was like i don't know it is hollywood in 2018 it doesn't sound that ridiculous no but then she would make posts about like him giving her gifts and that's her man and all this stuff and like gonna make a a, a good dad and all this stuff right so then I was like, okay, for sure they're a, like a couple, couple, you know, whatever. Mm. But then I heard that she knows that he sleeps around and that she's fine with it because they have that type of relationship. Okay. But apparently that's false because she's just pissed off at everyone who touches dick. I guess. I don't know. This could turn out bad. <laughs> this could turn out where he gets arrested and she gets arrested because they both assaulted each other or like it's probably gonna be attempted murder probably on both sides with the big television show coming to an end a lot of the cast are planning to take some time off and just relax a few months or years not this actress she has more auditions booked across the town than almost anyone else she's pursuing a couple of parts at netflix shares the source i wonder what that says about her the state of her personal life. It's fairly long running. Mm-hmm. Grey's Anatomy? No. Fuck. <laughs> oh, okay. Did you say actress? Yeah. Is it Kaylee Cuoco? Yeah. It's like, what does it say about the state of her personal life? Well, didn't she just get divorced again? Did she get divorced again? Okay, wait, hold Jesus on. Jesus Christ. It's okay, so they dated for a long time. Mm-hmm. They, they met on the show... Started dating, broke up, she's met someone, got married, then divorced that guy. She's married again? I think so. I'm not sure. I didn't even know she got married again. Yeah, she's been, I think she's been married twice, at least. <laughs> uh, huh. This former athlete turned actor is talking a lot of smack. But if he doesn't show up for work, he will be in breach of contract and no studio will hire him after that. What did you say? Former uh, former athlete turned actor. actor. Although, I think you literally could put, he's been an actor even through his athletic career. The Rock. No, but you're close. Uh, close. I don't know, like John Cena? No, you're, you're like even closer. The fuck? Stephen Amell. No. <laughs> Although that would be pretty funny. <laughs> Are they a wrestler? They were, yeah. What the fuck? Hold on, who am I missing? More, m- most recently, a blockbuster of a movie. Yeah, literally a blockbuster. Oh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse, you, oh my god, how did you not get that? No. Who is it? Do you want me to just tell you? Give me a hint. He was in a sci-fi movie more recently that we loved. It's like every movie. I know. <laughs> um, Annihilation? No. But that was a sci-fi movie that we were in your love. Before that. Oh, Batista. Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> you said like everyone else except for Batista. <laughs> <laughs> so what was it? Um... Former athlete turned actor. That's why I was like, I'm pretty sure you could. I'm pretty sure you could just say actor. Yeah, <laughs> that's when I said wrestling. Is <laughs> talking a lot of smack, but if he doesn't show up for work, he'll be in breach of contract, and no studio will hire him after that. Because I guess it's a, it has to do with Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. three, where he's like, blah blah blah, blah running that's, his mouth. That's why I said he's like, not showing up. 
It's like, they're just going to get rid of you. From what it seems like, he doesn't have much of a... So, I think we talked about this before. It's it's cool how much that he's backing... What's his name? James Gunn. It's Gun. like, yeah. you're like, wow, like, you care that much. But at the same point, James Gunn should have already said, like, I need you to go back to the film. Yeah. Like, if you're my friend, you'll go, you'll and do, you care, you do and you love me that much, you'll go and you'll do your job. Because so far, it is his script. That's what it says, right? Yeah. It's going to be the best script. It's my script. I wrote it. It'll be the best script ever. Oh, man. I wish Donald Trump would write a Guardians of the Galaxy film. Um, <clears throat> so they should have a talk, but they could have, and he's just like, no, nah, fuck that. But... Either way, I think we talked about this where he might be throwing away his movie career mm-hmm. because of this. Because it's not just it's not just him getting him not being in Guardians, that's one thing, but it's him not being in Guardians because of James Gunn yeah. and him acting <clears throat> like this and, because of James Gunn. And what's it's what makes it even like more like disheartening is that like we've seen him in Blade Runner twenty forty nine, he's a good actor. He he shouldn't put his career in jeopardy. It's like in that case, then you should talk to Marvel and be like, "Hey, look, I want this to be my last film with you guys." Then, like, I'm gonna do my job, and then this, that's it. I'm gonna go. It'd be one thing if it was like a John Cena where he wasn't gonna act anymore, then he just go wrestling full time again, mm-hmm. right? But I mean, he hasn't really done wrestling in a few years, and. Who knows if he has much of a career? I mean, he could go to different. He could go to other wrestling promotions, but you know, like I think if he throws throw if he throws away his acting career, he doesn't really have much left. So that would suck. This illiterate, a list, mostly television actor from a hit network show is an Emmy nominee winner. Obviously drunk, AP overheard him saying that if women don't get enough gifts or money from you, then they call you a rapist. He then called a woman, I don't know what, they're bleeping. It's a W, three stars, and then ES. Yeah, he said that, like, if you don't give, you don't give women enough, like, gifts or money, they call you a rapist. And so this is a... He's been in the news more recently with charges being dropped. He is a little volatile, I guess, more recently. He's in television now. Yes. He's a TV actor. Mm-hmm. He had allegations. Mm-hmm. And his, his, his first and last name, it's an alliteration. Which means it's the same letter. Oh, no. Who is it? Uh, Anthony Anderson. Well, I didn't even know he had... Oh, yeah, like, I guess he had, like, all these, like, charges against him. Like, it was, like, like okay, so, like, him, um, Kevin Spacey, and, oh, I forgot who else. They just had, like, all these charges dropped against them, like, in L.A. And I was like, well, thanks, guys, for, like, sticking up for people. So what, what were the charges? I, I think it was that, like, basically he, like, sexually assaulted somebody. Oh, huh, yeah, I legit didn't know. Oh, you didn't know that? Oh. <clears throat> I think everyone was afraid of this permanent A-list comedian was going to overdose last night or hear that he was found dead this morning. He was popping oxy like candy. He could barely form any kind of coherent sentence and just drank gallons of water and popped the pills. Bob Saget. No. I wish. That'd be pretty funny. No, it's someone I think that hits like closer home to 
for us. And what is it? It's a comedian who was popping um, oxy like candy during like the Emmys. And they thought that he might overdose or wind up dead the next morning. What is it? Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I can see that. He looks pretty cracked out on his mind. Him and um, Cat Williams, they look like. I mean, you know, when you have all this money and nothing to spend it on, what do you spend it on? Yeah, plus, I think he lives, like, in the middle of nowhere. Does he? Yeah, I think he lives in, like, fucking Wyoming or some weird shit like what? that. What? Ohio. Really? Like, he lives on a farm in Ohio or something like that. Strange. This permanent A-list comedian, who has had multiple shows in various formats and mediums, had hired his guest last night. He does that a lot. I think he thinks it's the only way someone will like him. Wait, what? He he hired his guest last night. Like, I guess he hired someone to like to like go with him to the Emmys. Oh. And it actually kind of sounds kind of sad. Who is it? Bill Hader. No, but that would be even sadder. I feel like. Yeah, I guess because it says Emmy Awards. Who is it? Larry David. Huh? Who do you know who he took? I don't know who he took. I can look it up. Is, I mean, I wonder. Is it just, is it just because how he is that people are like, oh, it's Larry David? Like, is it is is it actually closer to the show than we think it is? <laughs> Where people are like, oh, fuck, it's Larry David. He should have went with his like daughter or something. Or does he have daughters? Right? Yeah, remember, like yeah. his his daughter's like really hot yeah she looks like a girl version of larry david yeah <laughs> same type of hair and everything uh-huh yeah <laughs> oh my god that'd be so funny <laughs> uh i don't know that's larissa yeah, davis sad but yeah this late night actress had a significant other apparently they fought prior to the start of the show and our actress got her revenge by hooking up with a female publicist to an actor Deborah Messing. No. Who is it? Kate McKinnon. So she came with someone? Mm Mm-hmm. Her girlfriend is Jackie Abbott. And then they fought at the awards? No, prior to. Oh, prior to. So they didn't go together? Um, I may... Or probably not. I don't think so. But she got her revenge by hooking up with a female publicist. Was it a publicist or was it her publicist? No, it was a publicist to a different actor. Her girlfriend. Oh man, that'd be that'd be messed up, huh? That would actually be pretty fucked up. If it was uh if it was someone random, like I think it was more. Oh hey, random. yeah, I'm Deborah Messing's publicist. <laughs> Why is it Deborah Messing? <laughs> that would be like okay, whatever. But if it was like, yeah, oh, what happened with you guys? And she's like, oh, I don't know, whatever. And then she's like. Let's go scissor in the bathroom. Yeah. That would be fucked up. Because that's, that's, I think, I mean, cheating's cheating, but that's mm-hmm. more betrayal because it's your personal life and <laughs> your, your business per- life coming together to literally, mm-hmm. or not, well, literally fuck you, but actually not literally fuck mm-hmm. you because they're fucking each other. Yeah. Huh, that's crazy. Okay, this is, this is going to be the last one. <clears throat> Apparently, they don't still fully trust this A-list, mostly television actress who is an Emmy uh, winner nominee. They sent a fellow actress, singer, all of you know, to trail our actress from party to party. The two never spoke, which is odd if you think about it. 
So my guess is that she knew she was going to have a, <clears throat> a tail and didn't want to ask a question such as, why are you here and why do you follow me from party to party? Deborah Messing? Oh my God, it's Deb. No. So wait, who is who? I think it's about it's about Elizabeth Moss, and I think they sent Juliette Lewis to trail her, like from party to party. But like the thing is, because they're both Scientologists, so I think they kind of sent oh, her. Yeah, she is. Yeah, I know. It's like both of them. It's like man, I like both of them as actresses, but like as Scientologists, it's like really because Elizabeth Moss like grew up in it, right? Yeah. She's born in it. Uh, that's messed up. Okay, so Juliette Lewis was following her to parties. But, like, not talking to her. But not talking to her. Yeah, so it's like, obviously, you're there. Like, you see the person there. And, like, but Elizabeth Moss, I guess, like, knew that she was, they were going to send somebody to follow her. Isn't that weird? It's just weird, huh? Scientology's weird. Yeah. So they didn't talk. They didn't hang out. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth Moss knew this whole time. Mm-hmm. She she just left it. Mm-hmm. Does Elizabeth Moss want to get out of the religion while they're f- having her? Maybe follow? if they're if they're having her fo- like followed, that's I could see that. that they do when they when they do stuff like that, right? I could, yeah, because I could <clears throat> I could completely see that because maybe like her interacting with like the outside world and like talking to new people and being like, oh, you mean not everyone's brainwashed? She's like, there's porn on the internet. Yeah, did yeah. you hear about that? The when they said when Tom Cruise oh. <laughs> uh, found out about uh, porn, like online porn and yeah. stuff like that, they said he was like, like legit, like shocked, like really, there's porn online. Like they said, they said like it was genuine because because <clears throat> they always talk about like what do they know, what yeah. don't they know, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And they said when he found out, he was like legit surprised. Mm-hmm. So and then I and then they're talking about like, oh, he probably went home and jacked off. Probably. <laughs> He's like, huh? Well, let me just let me look up two girl. No, wait, wait, wait. Same sex. Yeah, because that's straight. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's this? This is weird. This is oh, when I how come when I typed in two. same sex, it like came up with two guys. Guess I gotta well, watch it. Let me, let me watch it to see if maybe the girls come in later. <laughs> it could make sense, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. she's. I think now more than ever, I think she's pushed in the spotlight because that Handmaid's Tales it has like a real big following. It's not just a big movie or a big role. Yeah. It's like, oh no, this oh it shows everything. I don't know. It's weird. Especially weird if it's like there's they're obviously there following you and you're just looking over and you're just like, All right. <laughs> I guess the Cayman Cannon thing is pretty juicy. So did they break up? I don't think so. I think it was just more like to get like get back at like, I wonder I wonder how it is being a celebrity mm-hmm. and having blind items thrown in your face. Like, imagine being Kate McKinnon's girlfriend. Uh Uh-huh. You hear online that she slept with Uh this publicist. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd be messed up. (laughs) If it it did happen, obviously she'd be like, well, we did fight. (laughs) Yeah. And she didn't come home, you know, whatever. So 
put two and two together. But even not, like imagine just being being a celebrity, right? And you and you have these people like constantly giving you throwing blind items out there and it's like, how did they get that? You know, like what what did I do where people saw that or you know what I mean? Or Yeah. Or like even like, oh, this A list celebrity, you know, went to the sex shop and oh they didn't just buy dvds and it's like how did they know like who was following me you know yeah i don't know it must be weird well i mean that's why they're blind items right because who knows if they're they're real they're actually not, real yeah. or not no but that, that's why i like i think we should do this like once a month where it's like blind items this is actually pretty fun suck? what if all the blind items suck then we don't do it but I mean, it's pretty fun to just sit there and be like, "Ooh, yeah, it's all fun and games." So this A-list former singer actor is now trying to run away from raping a bunch of boys. <laughs> yeah, Dom, that sounds real fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm already laughing. <laughs> yeah, we'll end it here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. If you could, please go to Instagram, Twitter, INTB underscore podcast to follow us. Check out whatever. I don't know. Try to update it as much as possible. Uh We have links to our Pippa page on there, which you can listen to all our older episodes as as well as newer episodes. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Thank you guys, you know, for listening. Uh... We are coming up on Halloween season. I guess what we are in Halloween season. So we might do some Halloween stuff here and there. Mm-hmm. Not too well. I mean, we we have something planned, but along that, we have some other things that we might be doing. So yeah. you know, if you guys have any suggestions on cool shit that maybe we should watch or try or whatever, anything, yeah, just let us know. Yeah, let us know. And um, till then, guys. It's not that bad. It's not.